Come on, man. Hello, Patriots. Welcome to episode 159. We're going to talk about the Maui fires and the disaster that it is and was and the complete shambles that it is and the response and all of that. But uh, before we do that, are you getting tired yet of the rhinos still not doing anything? Tired of the uniparty? Tired of looking at your country fall apart? You are not alone. And among the few that are there in Congress that are good. Uh, Matt Gates is one of my favorite and um, talked about that yesterday with Christina Bob who was on the show and uh, yesterday was quite a quite a show there with a lot of technical issues and I apologize for that. Um, something happened with my interface which I use and uh, the software that I use so hopefully that goes better today but I wanted to start with uh, Matt Gates so let's do that. This very floor in January, the whole world witnessed a historic contest for House Speaker. I rise today to serve notice. Mr. Speaker, you are out of compliance with the agreement that allowed you to assume this role. The path forward for the House of Representatives is to either bring you into immediate total compliance or remove you pursuant to a motion to vacate the chair. We have had no vote on term limits or on balanced budgets as the agreement demanded and required. There's been no full release of the January 6th tapes. As you promised, there has been insufficient accountability for the Biden crime family. And instead of cutting spending to raise the debt limit, you relied on budgetary gimmicks and rescissions so that you ultimately ended up serving as the valet to underwrite Biden's debt and advance his spending agenda. Mr. Speaker, you boasted in January that we would use the power of the subpoena and the power of the purse. But here we are, eight months later, and we haven't even sent the first subpoena to Hunter Biden. That's how you know that the rushed and you know, somewhat rattled performance you just saw from the Speaker isn't real. At this point, during Democrat control over the House of Representatives, they had already brought in Don Jr. three times. And we haven't even sent the first subpoena to Hunter Biden. Power of the subpoena and power of the purse. Only thing the 118th Congress is known for at this point is electing Kevin McCarthy speaker and underwriting Biden's debt. And unfortunately, there's only one of those things we can remediate at this time. Power of the purse. Our leadership right now is asking us to vote for a continuing resolution. A vote for a continuing resolution is a vote to continue the Green New Deal, a vote to continue inflationary spending, and in the most troubling of fashions, a vote for a continuing resolution is a vote to continue the election interference of Jack Smith. Mr. Speaker, we told you how to use the power of the purse. Individual, single subject spending bills that would allow us to have specific review, programmatic analysis. 
And it would allow us to zero out the salaries of the bureaucrats who have broken bad, targeted President Trump, or cut sweetheart deals for Hunter Biden. September 30th is rapidly approaching, and you have not put us in a position to succeed. There is no way to pass all the individual appropriations bills now. And it's not like we didn't know when September 30th was going to show up on the calendar. I must be better. You must be better. And this House must be better, for it is the last best hope for tens of millions of Republicans. We demand real oversight against this weaponized government. Just look at the bribery. If tens of millions of dollars flowing from foreign corrupt people into the bank accounts of the Biden family wasn't enough for actual impeachment, why were we even looking? Joe Biden deserves impeachment for converting the vice presidency into an ATM machine for virtually his entire family. We all see it. We all know it. Now, moments ago, Speaker McCarthy endorsed an impeachment inquiry. This is a baby step following weeks of pressure from House conservatives to do more. We must move faster. Now, I will concede that the votes I have called for will likely fail, term limits, balanced budgets, maybe even impeachment. I am prepared for that eventuality, because at least if we take votes, the American people get to see who's fighting for them and who's willing to tolerate more corruption and business as usual. Mr. Speaker, dust off our written January agreement. You have a copy. Reflect on the spirit of that agreement and build on the start that we had moments ago. Begin to comply. No continuing resolutions, individual spending bills are bust, votes on balanced budgets and term limits, subpoenas for Hunter Biden and the members of the Biden family who've been grifting off of this country, and the impeachment for Joe Biden that he so richly deserves. Do these things or face a motion to vacate the chair. And let me alert the country, a motion to vacate might not pass at first, but it might before the 15th vote. And if Democrats bail out McCarthy, as they may do, then I will lead the resistance to this uniparty and the Biden-McCarthy-Jeffries government that they are attempting to build. I know that Washington isn't a town where people are known for keeping their word. Well, Speaker McCarthy, I'm here to hold you to yours. I yield back. On this very floor in January, quick review program. All right, so a very strongly worded, um, I don't want to call it a speech, I'd rather call it a warning that the American people have had enough. And, uh, you know, Matt Gates is one of my very favorite, and thank God that we have him. The question is to you, love to get your feedback on this, is he the right person for the VP role, or does he better serve us right where he's at? Would he better serve us, and I know this is probably a pipe dream given the climate in Washington, D.C., but would he better serve us as a speaker? And uh, that would be amazing if he could actually land that role. And the vice president, I mean, let's face it, what does a vice president really accomplish? Uh, we saw how Mike Pence left us all. Uh, really uh, allowed for the continued destruction of freedom and and our country and our rights and liberties. And uh, I just don't know that putting someone with this much uh, this much this much gusto, this much 
brazen truth-telling is the right thing to do. So I'd love to have your comments on that. You can comment um, you know, in the uh, show below or the, the, um, the comments below, or you can comment at redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com and um, do it there. All right, so here we have another explosion at a major food processing plant. And if you've been following the truth about the One World Order and the and the legitimately described, because it's in black and white, uh, need for food shortages to control the population and to reduce the population, I should say, this is something that has happened throughout history. And it's something that is being repeated, in my opinion, today. Uh, I mean, there are now literally dozens of food plants that have had these fires. And some of them, yeah, I can, I can say that some of them, yeah. But um, never before have we seen this. And it's, it's so transparent and so obvious that we really should take it very seriously. And, you know, you are going to see food shortages uh, not only across the world, we're used to seeing them in other countries, countries in Africa or something, you know, and they're tragic no matter what. But I don't, I don't think the American people realize what's coming. And um, this is all going down while they're also trying to get you off of you know, foods like real meat and and process some, some plant-based meat substitute crap that they're going to load with the mRNA or whatever else, who knows? And um, it's just quite ridiculous at this time. All right, so last story, uh, President Trump, of course, uh, his case is taking a turn. Hopefully the judge will be removed. Uh, former President Donald Trump, it says, has made a request <clears throat> for Judge Tanya Chutkin to disqualify herself from the legal proceedings pertaining to the 2020 election subversion case in which he is the defendant this case can be initiated by special counsel or has been initiated by jack smith as we know who's one of the one of the uniparty for sure and uh, this is just amazing to me because there's so much proof there's so much evidence you know just because the mainstream lamestream uh, fascistic media doesn't cover it, it it doesn't mean it's not true we have seen Evidence uh, galore in the fact that this election was stolen in 2020 and 2022, and I don't know how long back, how far back it goes, but uh, but it had definitely was. And just like the left always does, they accuse you of doing what what they do. So, you know, I've showed you the video many times of the uh, rhetoric coming from the left, people like Pelosi, people like. Uh, Kamala Harris, the laughing hyena, and uh, Maxine Waters and others calling for violence against you and me, and and um, you know, calling for violence against President Trump. And in comparison, that day they cannot take the real words away from us. We know what the words were. It was peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. And there is just there's just no way for them to get around it. The American people know what the truth is. And um, it's just absolute nonsense what they're doing. Yeah, you know, so hopefully this happens. Uh, it says in a recent court filing on Monday, Trump referenced statements made by Chutkin in cases pertaining 
to the individuals involved in January 6th U.S. Capitol violence. Um, but she doesn't she doesn't talk about the 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 right individuals, does she? She doesn't talk about the FBI plants or uh, you know the people who were inciting the violence before the night before, trying to get people to go. The FBI plant, by the way, who for some reason is not has not been arrested, and uh, you all know who I'm talking about, right? So uh, it's just absolute nonsense. It continues and. Um, you know, it's getting worse because the elections are getting closer and it's only going to get worse as we go. And uh, so buckle up. You're going to have to put up with this crap for the next year for sure. And then hopefully we take our country back. I'll be right back after this. After we watched our daughter Grace die on FaceTime, I uh, immediately felt that I needed to go to the hospital, though I was still pretty sick. And I met Jessica and our pastor there. And um, while we were in the room, we, Jessica and I, let us spend a few moments just with Grace alone. And it was, it was just a horrific. Sight to come upon was Her daughter Grace was now gone. Um, the emotions that came over the top of our minds and just our physical bodies were just unbelief. We uh, we took her BiPAP box. It was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone. And as soon as we did that. The color of grace changed, and um, we had to accept that she was truly gone. Not one person stepped foot in that room. How can you do that? How can you allow an innocent person, a child, she's only 19 years old, die in front of your eyes? You don't do that. If you're human, you don't do that. They knew they weren't going to convince us to put Grace on a ventilator. That means the money was going to dry up. They had to have the money. And when you follow the money trail all the way through, you see that a ventilator is about a $300,000 decision. That they had higher paying patients in the emergency room. Grace was worth more dead than alive. We don't just need food, we need to eat food with a high nutritional value. Who wants to just survive food shortages? Let's thrive in times of adversity and lack. Optimize your daily nutrition and ensure you and your family have our two-year shelf-stable kingdom fuel as a cornerstone of your emergency food supply. Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds. Stock up on kingdom fuel now.
Ignore the thought police and subscribe or follow the Patriot Review. It's your patriotic duty. All right, and we are back. I just uh, got a notice on Truth Social. Julie Kelly uh, put up a video of uh, footage of the Capitol Police officers being called back by their fellow officers and pulled away from the door uh, to allow basically people to to enter. And uh, so that footage has just been released. I put that out on my Frank Social uh, page so far. I'll put it on the rest of my social media later when I'm not doing the show, but um, I'd be interested in that. So you can go to Frank Social. By the way, if you haven't put, I created an account there, you're missing a lot. It's a great, it's a great site. It's a great uh, social media site. So check that out. And um, you'll find you'll find a lot of patriots uh, on that, and you don't have to put up with some of the crap that you put up elsewhere. Although there have been a few times where people try to get in and, and uh, harass people, but overall it's extremely extremely good. Um, so if you want to get your hands on some the Kingdom Fuel, you can go to Sherwood.tv/tpr, and there's a lot of great stuff there, and coming out with more all the time. So check that out. Uh, also, if you haven't seen Breaking the Oath, that's uh, my documentary uh, that centers around the COVID protocols that are used to murder people, basically, my belief is. And um, it's got some great guests. It's based around the Grace Share story, and Scott and his family are part of that. And uh, much more than that, though, so check that out. You can see it for free on redbloodedpatriots.com. That's my website. Just scroll down to documentaries and you'll see it there you can also go to the site that i do and that i produce my documentaries under the name is america first productions america the number one st productions.com and see it for free there you can also buy a version that has uh full video uh interview videos so you'd see much more material and uh, that's 29.99 you can use the code america first america the number one st and get $10 off on that. So check that out. You can help me and support me in producing more documentaries, which I have several on the slate so far. So uh, I hope you do that. All right. So I have um, uh, sat down with earlier this week, uh, Amber May, who is uh, on the show here as a contributor. And we talked about the Maui fires and the the overall response and what it really means. So we're going to go into that right now. I'd like to welcome back to the show, Miss Amber May. Amber, welcome back. It's good to see you again, as always. I'm so excited to do the show with you again. It is so fun podcasting with friends. You're funny. You're, as I said before, I'd like to bottle that. <laughs> <laughs> so... You want to talk about Maui to start off with, right? I do. I, I just can't get it off my my brain. I really think there's a wealth transfer happening there. Um, they've been it, things have been so suspicious. Not, they've been hiding a lot of information from the public. It's just been super suspicious. It is hard to find stuff out there. Um, you have to really dig, and so I have dug. Um, and I have a journalism background, so I don't want to just. I want to have at least uh, 
I, I want to have at least primary sources when I talk about things. And so mm-hmm. there's things out there that I haven't found evidence of, I'm not saying it's not true, but I just can't report on it until I know, like I see a video or I know definitely this is what's going on. But I think for sure we can conclude there is a well transfer happening. And it hasn't just started with Maui. We've been seeing a well transfer during oh, COVID. Sure. They shut down everybody except the big, big Walmarts and the Amazons and all these big corporations, right? Why couldn't the little guy be open if these big corporations could be open? Because if you think about it, there's going to be less, less people in the small businesses than in the big Walmarts. And then, you know, but whatever the, you know, so there was a wealth transfer. They shut down because they shut down all these businesses. So many small business owners went under which means the upper and middle class are are slowly going away, and that's by design. And then going you on for decades. Yes, for decades. We got Obama, remember Joe the plumber who just passed away, right? Obama and him getting into it and talking about you know, Obama saying my goal is to distribute the wealth. And you remember that whole exchange? No, I don't from, remember that uh, one. No. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's uh, Obama and and. The, gentleman named joe joe the plumber he was a plumber by trade and they got in, into it on uh on the campaign trail and uh, it's worth it's worth looking up seeing the video it's just nonsense but no they want to have this wealth transfer they want the super rich and the rest of us we are going to be poor together and i'm going to get into that in the presentation if there's time because i have a lot to share with you but we also saw the wealth transfer during the riots and the protests where they were protesting in riots for months and during that time, they destroyed all those businesses wherever they were protesting and buildings. And so those those small businesses had to go under because no one's going to come shop or come patronize those businesses with all the rioters there. And so they destroyed the buildings. They closed up shop. Um, and so what happens is when they do this, they have they destroy the the value of the property so that these big typhoons these big corporations or these big really rich people come in and buy the property next to nothing and then they jack up the rent price down the road they fix it up jack up the rent price and now they're doing that with homes too homes going on for sale and they outbid everybody and these corporations buy these residential homes and then they jack up the price of rent to be wherever fair market value is and i'm not saying renters shouldn't have fair market value but if I owned a rental property right now, I am not going to ask people to to pay two two to three thousand dollars a month in rental. I don't think that is right. It's it's going to cause a lot of homelessness. Then we see it in California. They have rioters. They have people busting up um, uh, uh, businesses, stealing from businesses on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. They're destroying property. They're stealing property from the businesses um and so that's is not a sustainable way of living so these small business owners are going to collapse then these um rich investors are going to buy up all this property that's been destroyed and then it goes back to what klaus schwab said in his book on the great reset you will own nothing you will be happy this is their goal they want us to mm-hmm. own nothing 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 okay so right. based on that, I'm going to show you what the governor of, of Hawaii said. Pay close attention to the words. Words matter. Words matter. Pay close attention to what he says in his press conference. 
I'm already thinking about ways for the state to acquire that land so that we can put it into workforce housing, to put it back into families, or to make it open spaces in perpetuity as a memorial to people who were lost. We want this to be something that we remember uh, after the pain passes uh, as a magic place. And Lahaina will rebuild. The tragedy right now is the loss of life. Uh, the buildings can be rebuilt over time. Even the banyan tree may survive. But we don't want this to become uh, a cleared space where then, yes, people from overseas just come and decide they're going to take it. The state will take it and preserve it first. The state will take it and preserve it first. And they're going to do workforce housing. I don't know what that is. If they use it for, um, maybe they use it for um, hurricanes or if they have some kind of industry or if they're going to use it for smart cities. I don't know. What I know workhouse for, workforce housing is, is when like you have an industry such as mining and you don't have enough skilled workers. So you bring people in from other parts. You house them until the job's done. Um, but right. they, but he said the government is going, to, the Hawaii state government is going to take the land first. He said that. Okay, yeah. so it makes me nervous because when you get into what happened in Lahaina, they did and not allow water. Now you know why they water. didn't respond, huh? And now you know why they didn't respond, right? I mean, now you know why it it played out the way it did. Mm -hmm. Oh, totally. Uh, yeah, fascist. The, this is the conclusion I'm coming to. They were very secretive. They didn't allow any water to, to to put out the fires. They are blaming the electric company. I don't have the press release handy right now. I did read the press release. The press release stated that they they did start the first fire. And the fire department took care of it. They they got rid of the fire. Everything was fine. The, the electric company shut down the power altogether. And we know this also to be true because of people when we see the TikTok videos and the Instagram videos, there was no power, okay? So there's no power, and yet the government is trying to sue the electric company for starting the second fire later on in the afternoon when there was no electricity. So they're lying about the start of the fire. How it started, I don't know, but the bigger issue to me is the land grab that they're trying to do with these people. So mm -hmm. let me share some more information that I have found but you hear the governor saying that they're going to take, they're going to acquire the land. Okay. And so then what happened is the Maui residents, they are attempting to fend off land grabbers. So these big corporations are coming in and wanting to pay bottom dollar, like not like lowest price point ever. Because remember now this land's destroyed. I just told you what was happening over the riots, um, what's happening in California. These people are vultures, just like this article says from the Western Journal. They destroy everything, and then they want to pick up the property pieces next to nothing. And so I I, I pray to God that the people of Lahaina are not allowing these, these vultures to just grab their land for next to nothing after it's been destroyed. And then here, here's an interesting thing. Do you see this, Jump Smart Maui? Do mm -hmm. you see this? Okay. This is right here. I know it's a little bit hard to see. I tried to zoom up the map. But right in this area is where all the rich people live. We're all, mm -hmm. and we're talking about the Bezos, the Zuckerbucks, the, the you know, um, Oprah. They all live in here. These blue dots right here represent smart cities. So their houses were safe. Here's Lahaina right here. Blue dot, Lahaina. 
these houses were safe. And do you notice that there is no smart cities being built in this area where all the rich people live? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this blue dot right here. This is Lahaina. This is where they want to build one of the smart cities. How do you build refresh a smart city? Refresh the viewer's uh, mind on what a smart city is. Okay. I know we talked about it before we started recording here. I have a wonderful resource page on my website, theambermayshow.com. You hit the resource tab, and it talks about the smart cities, the 15-minute cities. It is a digital prison. They don't want you to own anything, and you won't even have a car. And this is already happening in London, China, parts of India. They're being built all over the United States. They're building them right here in my hometown. Um, like, for instance, in London, if you go outside of your 15-minute zone, they charge you with your car. They Somehow they tax you, they charge you. It costs you a lot of money to leave your 15-minute zone, especially with your car. So it's a digital prison. They're going to know everything about you, where you go, what you do, how you sleep, your health, because they're going to start in, implementing their idea. Whether it happens or not, I don't know. I'm just telling you their plans. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They want to implant a chip under your skin so they right. know everything about you. Patriots, it's me, Wayne Allyn otherwise known as War. I have a very special announcement for all of you. My hit show, Wayne Allyn Raw and Unfiltered, is coming to the brand new station that's taking over the nation, Blessed News Network. God has opened a door in my life to be part of this amazing new Christian conservative network, live every night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, on our channel on Roku TV, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, and streaming live on the Blessed News iPhone and Android apps. Tune in to watch me drive home the truth and dismantle the fake news narrative with big name nightly guests and exclusive interviews with all the heavy hitters you know and love. Become part of history as we make America godly again and launch the first faith-centered conservative broadcasting network where Jesus Christ is commander-in-chief of all of our stories and where truth and integrity really matter. Join me Monday through Friday on any of our platforms or on the Blessed News website, blessed.news, where you can stream all the shows for free, or you can sign up for Blessed Plus for even more access to Raw and Unfiltered with me, Wayne Allen Root, the hardest working man in show business. Thank you, and God bless America. Steel News will be joining the Blessed News Network 11 p.m. weeknights. I'm Ann Vandersteel. I'm very excited to be a part of the programming put together by Jake Lang, 
Doesn't matter if he's behind bars. He's a January 6th political hero, as far as I'm concerned. And Steel News will be reporting the truth of everything happening, not only in the swamp, but around the world to help you put into context what's really going on so you can make the best decisions for you and your family. Steel News, 11 p.m. on the Blessed News Network. Yes. And then it's going to be tied to the central bank digital currency. So Mm -hmm. if you don't follow the rules of the smart city, oh, there's your money. Oh, there's your passport. You can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. You can't buy anything. Right. This is smart cities. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to have cameras everywhere, just like in London, just like in China, where it's going to facial recognize you everywhere you go. Okay. There's no escaping. Big brother. None. Okay, so let me show you some more information about smart cities. The World Economic Forum is way behind it. Here's the World Economic Forum. Universal basic income is a step closer in reality um, in Hawaii, okay? Let's talk about this universal basic income for a minute. And then here's this. I wanted to show you this also from the World Economic Forum. Um, How Hawaii plans to be the first U.S. state to run entirely on clean energy. So the plan is there's going to be zero carbon emission. That doesn't happen. That's not reality. You can't have a zero carbon emission. I don't care. Right. Um, they're trying to tell you that the, the electric cars are more cleaner than the gasoline. Right. No. Yeah. Those batteries, no. what are you going to – that's pollution. The batteries are right. pollution alone, so you can't tell me it's totally zero carbon. That well, doesn't the cars exist. are completely valueless once the batteries are are no good and they just end up in junkyards. Mm-hmm. And you got the lithium mines that are just much more damaging and ugly and destructive than the oil wells are. Mm-hmm. It's insanity. Mm-hmm. It's typical liberal insanity. Totally. Now, I am not against clean energy if it's efficient. If the solar panels funded everything just like the major grids with the coal plants or the nuclear plants, I would be totally fine with it. It just doesn't exist right now. Will it someday? I don't know. But the clean energy does not exist right now to power everything the way they want it to. So they want us on the right now. This is the progression. They're going to make it so hard for us to have gasoline powered cars, the cars that actually help you get to point A to point B faster, easier. You Like if you want to travel on a road trip, I don't have to add five more hours to my road trying to charge my vehicle, um, which takes a long time to charge, at least 30 mm-hmm. minutes. Um, oh, longer than that, four hours, I think. is the, For the, the quick re- charges, re- though, just to get yeah. really to the next charging spot, like the quick ones are like 30 minutes, but you're right. It's much longer than that. Um, again, zero carbon emission is not true because there's still pollution with that. And then they're going to graduate us to the 15-minute cities where we're going to be on a bicycle. They don't want us to be able to drive anywhere or go anywhere. They want us to walk and drive a bicycle. Now, keep in mind, the people at the very top that are pushing this, that are talking about the green stuff, the green agenda, the go green stuff, the people underneath the very top people believe this, okay? It's a, it's true to them. The guys at the very top, it's not true to them. If it was, they'd get rid of their their yachts and their jets and their their cars and all their cars. They have more than one car. They have like thousands of cars. If they truly believed in this green energy and the zero emissions, they'd get rid of all of that. But they don't. I've made that point many times. If climate change is is really true, then you would see their behavior change. It would be different than what we're seeing for sure. So let's talk about the universal basic income because it sounds so good. Um, and the and the dollar amount that they're showing, I think it's up there. Let me see if I can share screen. Let me 
conceived the universal basic income is up there with their payments. How, yes, here it is. Hold on, reject. Um, here it is. Now it looks good, and I think these are monthly figures. I could be wrong. Now it sounds so good that on the universal basic income in, in the United States, the average person will get $6,300 a month. Wow, that sounds so good. <laughs> Until yeah. they jack up the price on everything. Like that's I right. Told you what they're doing. I just told you what they're doing with real estate. Okay. Mm -hmm. So here in my state, it used to be very affordable to live. People from California would sell their homes, pay cash here for their homes. It used to be super affordable. But now with these corporations buying and outbidding all of the real normal everyday people that people cannot get into homes anymore because these big corporations can pay top dollar and pay cash. Um, it's causing the housing market to go up. And housing here, the average home is about four hundred thousand dollars. Four hundred thousand dollars. Rent's about two to three thousand dollars a month. So they're gonna cause rent to be so high that it's not gonna make it affordable for people to even live. We're gonna see homelessness go up. We we just talked you and I off off the camera about how much it costs me to fill up my gas tank. And then how much is it going to be to feed my family? You think that $6,300 sounds good now until they get their plan in place. That will be nothing. You will be poor and you will. And they they don't give two rips about you. They don't care that you're going to be poor. So the universal basic income is where you don't really have a job and make a living. The government's going to give you money and you're going to live off of that. And if you think it's going to be great talk to anyone who is on like the welfare program they're not super rich they're not living the lavish life they're they're getting by but there's nothing so fancy about their life so that's mm -hmm. going to be their plan for all of us 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 yeah without a doubt without a doubt and that's how they enslave us i mean it's it's all part of the world economic forum plan you know it's part of the new world order Mm -hmm. these globalists are just so destructive and so tyrannical mm -hmm. and here we are people volunteering for it and loving it and what kills me is the same people will complain about people on the right being fascists yet everything they do everything they say is all about controlling people and everything we look at is about you know, there you got to agree with them or you know you're somehow um prejudice in some way you know or mm -hmm. uh yeah it's just insanity it the was I, it, the fire ahead. was so odd because no water then this article says only those who disobeyed survived some maui survivors had to ignore local government to stay alive and here's a video clip showing this listen to this video clip good luck look at this Holy shit, this is a nightmare. I don't know where he's going. Probably to block our street. They're going to fucking barbecue all these people down in Lahaina. We're all trapped down in here. They're blocking off all exits. And everyone is just stuck. Going in a circle in a fire pit. Good luck. This is why I think it's more nefarious now. I don't know who started the fire. I'm not going to speculate on that because I don't know. But what I do know is the acts of the local government were so suspicious. They didn't let they didn't have water on to fight the fires. The kids were not in school. Um, they were blocking people from leaving. So many people died in the fire. Be, and and I can I just keep going back to the idea that 
if a dead person, a dead person can't fight back for their property. Right. I don't well, want to think that badly of the government, but nothing has shown me that they have really tried to make things good for, for the people of Lahaina for Maui. Now I heard much, much higher numbers, fatalities, but uh, I haven't seen any, any confirmation of those numbers, but uh, definitely without a doubt, that's what they're doing. Uh, they're, they're enacting their plan. They're uh, using crisis and chaos to strip our freedoms away, and that's you're seeing it in action right there. What was so disgusting about this, I don't know if we're going to have time to play this clip, but it was a good clip, really good clip, um, is the FEMA officials were staying at a $1,000 a night luxury hotel in Maui. While everybody is suffering in Maui, don't worry, the, the, the government's there to help, but we're only going to help, and we're going to stay in these nice luxury uh, hotels, so... While everyone else is dying and um, losing their property, don't worry, FEMA is here. FEMA is here, spending your tax dollars on a thousand dollar a night resort. And here's the here's another article that came out. It said more than two thousand children from Lahaina public schools were missing. Now, it's I don't I don't want it, this to be misled. Where I think that there are some parents that are are not putting their kids back in school, and for good reason. Because if I was a parent and my kid was left out and I know my neighbors and their kids died in the fire because there was a no adult supervision, then um, I wouldn't want to put my kids back in school. This little article right here says that um, over 2,000 students remain unaccounted for in Lahaina Public Schools following a devastating fire on August 8th. Of the 3,000 students initially enrolled across the schools in the district, 538, 538 of them re-enrolled in public school. 438 have enrolled in state distance learning. So 2,000 remain uncertain. Um, so the schools compromise of two elementary schools, one intermediate school, one high school. But here's the private schools in Maui are also impacted. Maui Preparatory Academy received 1,000 new applicants reshuffled its campus to accommodate 110 new students. So that's a 40% enrollment increase. And then Sacred Heart School had about 200 kids come. So out of that 2,000 missing, 1,000 of these parents were trying to get their kids into private school. So some of them may have just thought, I'm not dealing with this. We have no home. We lost our property. Too many of our loved ones died. I'm not worrying about school right now. So that could be. But the point is there are missing kids in Lahaina. And that is devastating. I, I mean hey, Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner. Let's face it, it's getting harder and harder to make ends meet. It's only going to get worse. This inflation is going to continue. As a matter of fact, our dollar is in jeopardy of even existing with the crazies that want to go to the digital currency to control us all. You can go to KirkElliottPhD.com slash The Patriot Review. Get all kinds of free, great information and invest in gold and silver for your future. Our world is full of electromagnetic fields that even though we can't see them, are affecting our bodies, our sleep, and even our ability to think clearly. The advent of 5G is only making this worse. There is an answer. Visit Fix the World by clicking the link in the Patriot Review show description below to view natural products that can actually protect you from EMF 
and 5G, and even improve your sleep. Skeptical? Get the free Dangers of EMF Radiation ebook free by clicking on its direct link, also in the show description. Here's a nutritional hack anyone can master. Replace a meal a day with our kingdom feel. Or if you're a moth from the gym, add a shake to your daily meal plan. Our unique meal shakes are balanced, low glycemic, rich in fiber, 20 grams of clean protein, essential vitamins and minerals, healthy fat, and organic fruits and vegetables. Kingdom Fuel is vegan with a complete amino acid profile. Bottom line, it's a simple start to a transformed life. No gimmicks, just results. Start today. Hey Patriots, you can save up to 66% at MyPillow.com when you use the code TPR. That stands for The Patriot Review. That's TPR or call 800-519-9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar none. So go ahead, use the code TPR and get up to 66% off right now. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. Tell me the most about this Lahaina thing is how many children died in it. I mean, that right. kills me. You're a parent. I'm a parent. Our hearts go out to the parents that lost their kids. Like I get teary-eyed thinking about parents losing their kid and, and forever their their life is is changed. Um, it just if it, it's it was it's, done be- and it, and it, the thing that just pisses you off is it was done intentionally, and uh, and they don't care and they know it. I mean, the other story that I noticed when you were when you had the screen up there was the Kamala Harris can't help herself and she's laughing at the 9/11 memorial. I mean. She's a crackpot. Mm-hmm. They're insane, and their their lack of their hatred for the American people is more than evident in everything they do. You're right. If this doesn't show you the hatred, I don't know what will. East Palestine. If that doesn't show you how much they don't care about us, I don't know what will. The fact that we have an open border and we just celebrated 9/11. Okay, do you realize? I think it was about 13 people that pulled that off to take down 19, the twin yeah. towers and all those people that died. But yet all day long, every single day, thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands enter our, our country. And right. these are military age men and right. people that don't yep. love America. People that are anti-America are coming to our country. At any point in time, do you realize we could have another 9-11, but on a bigger platform? Yeah, I was just platform? talking about that. I was just talking about that on today's show, as a matter of fact. And yesterday's show, I had Eric Karen on and. Um, it's not just the southern border either. The northern border border has now uh, they've captured more people than have they've captured the ten years combined before mm-hmm. this year. You know, it's it's going to happen. I mean, there's something that is going to happen that's going to be much much worse, and it's going to be their fault. Yes, and uh, they don't care. So here's the thing that gets me to no end. Okay. Biden's $700 payment to Hawaii fire victims draw outrage 
And the reason why that I had an article pulled up, let's see, I think I. Meanwhile, he gives the Ukraine. That's where I was going with it. Yep. Here's the Mm -hmm. article from Ukraine. Here's the article. Do you see this? Says Congress approved $113 billion of aid to Ukraine. Do you see that? Mm -hmm. So they give the people of Lahaina $700, but they give the Ukrainians $113 billion. You want to know why that is? It's because it's not ending up with the Ukrainian people. That's right. All, all that is ending up coming back into their pockets. That's like, exactly right. Through sweetheart deals like Biden has already been proven to have gotten. That's exactly right. So Staying I, off the upper echelon that's taking control of the world here. I do want to play this clip. It's farmers, right, who want who want the ability to... Small farmers. Small farmers. Taro farmers. Whereas agriculture, sugarcane brought in irrigation, developers say one of the best ways to stop fire is to get water running through the land. Mm. So this is the historical tensions and the significance of the fight when it comes to water. And why it matters, you've seen the video that day. Kaleo Manuel denied yeah. water being filled up in a reservoir controlled by developer because he wanted the water to run freely to one taro farmer. But some to to one individual farmer, he said, get permission from that taro farmer before you fill up the reservoir. Now, it's important to say, even if they fill up that reservoir, I don't know. If they That's could what I was going to say. People are saying uh, after the fact that that reservoir in particular may not have been enough Pro- because the wind. But it could have been something. Right. Dip into the reservoir. It's again, it's also sad because it's so complicated and catastrophic. Absolutely. Let's go to the next aspect of what we're looking at, because you understand this part of the island. This is one portion. If I understand this, is the western side of Maui. Yeah, uh, this is. And, and this Lahaina is on the western side of that. You, where you live or where you vacation is very near to that. And there, there were very few routes to get in. Yeah, and the, the reason we show you this is because what happened in the aftermath. It was shut down. The island's huge beyond this. Yeah, goes, This is a huge, everybody talks about Oprah people. and Jeff Bezos. And, their stuff is all over in here. It's not in West Maui. Okay, West Maui is over here. So to get into West Maui after the fire, they shut it down. This is the main road. That's a checkpoint right okay. there. It was manned by various times by <laughs> National Guard, Border Patrol, <laughs> Soviet red star. We had to go when we got there, the crew, the Fox crew and I, around this side of the island. And by the way, this is along cliffs and it's winding. It takes about two hours. We did in the middle of the night. And we only got past this police checkpoint because we could prove that I had a spot over here next to the So because you were someone who owned land on the island, you were able to go through the checkpoint. But even then, a precarious route to get in. Yeah. And then once you get over here, there was no media. Basically, very little media. Why was there such a lockdown and how long has that lockdown persisted? So the story is because this is essentially an investigation. And when they opened it up early, people were in town sorting through it. Residents saying, I want to look at what's left in my house. But they're looking for bodies. That's the story. We got to control this environment. They certainly went overboard on controlling that, that was kind of my the next entirety question. of West Maui. Because when you lock things down and you don't allow media, it can allow for alternative theory. It, it, there's a lot, it becomes a lot of speculation about what's going on. by censorship. That's what you need to know. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Let's look at the... Jesus, what a bunch of idiots. But do you see the point I was making earlier about all the rich people that are not going to yeah, be in the yeah. smart city area and their houses were fine? And that's why I believe it's a wealth transfer. And you got a couple of ass clowns on there trying to minimize everything that's going on. And, you know, you're a parent or one of those kids that's lost. And you're listening to these fools talk about the water as if 
Oh, it wouldn't have made a difference anyway. Look, how, how do they know that? They don't know how, that. How do they know sure. how many lives that would have saved? What a bunch of idiots. Could have saved a lot of lives. Maybe right. it would have saved some children's lives. Right, exactly. We don't exactly. know because they were there was no water. So it's so weird. Why wasn't there water to fight a fire? It's so right. weird. They Especially locked it down in island. such a weird way. Um, <laughs> the locals there, I have a friend who went down to, I have two friends that were there in Hawaii. And both of them said that the locals are begging people to go to Maui because they're so devastated by the fire and everything. And they need um, they need the travel dollars. But here on the other side of the coin, the federal government's telling you not to go to um, to Maui. But then my friend, my other friend who was there was saying the locals know the government was involved. They just know the government was involved in this well, fire. Sure they were. That's what the How locals are saying. Have... How many times have you seen the videos of the, the helicopters that go into lakes or the ocean and pull up water and they dump it? I mean, where where was that kind exactly. of stuff? I mean, they're on an they island. Are. There's water everywhere. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly my point. It's just nonsense. Absolute nonsense. So, yes, if they can go after land in Lahaina, they can go after any land they want. Your house isn't yeah, safe. Are. Your land isn't safe. Just because you have a deed, those people had a deed to their land. So right. if you well, think that your property is safe, no. Look what just happened in Lahaina. Look what's happening in California with all those looters destroying small businesses, stealing from small businesses, destroying the buildings. Look at what happened during the protest that went on for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. No, right. it's part of the plan. So you own nothing, be happy. They own all the stuff. They get super rich because they our our lives depend on how much they're going to charge us to live off their their land or rent their place so we can have any kind of business whatsoever. It's all yeah. part of the the wealth transfer structure going on. Super rich, right. and all of us are going to be ped, petty people begging for crumbs of bread off their table. Well, it's what they're going to do is they're going to they're going to start a revolution, and they're going to be at the losing end of it, and. Uh, it's unfortunate, but it's all being done deliberately, I think, to push us into that kind of reaction. And um, that way they have an excuse to lower the population, which is their end game goal, and as it is anyway. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, well, we'll have to, I'll have to have you back to talk more on this and follow up on it, because I know you had a lot more articles and a lot more stuff to talk about, but let's do that. Let's That's just the majority of what I wanted to share today. So I think we okay, tackled good. a lot of it which is great. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll have you back anyway to talk. It, it, it's something that, you know, um, the, it, there's gotta be, this is, this has got to reach a critical mass at some point where people just wake the hell up and say, this is so transparently obvious. All these things that are going, I mean, they're not even hiding mm -hmm. what their intentions are. And, you know, I guess my question is, when do Americans, I mean, you and I have been awake for a long time, but when did the majority of Americans who are living their day just focusing on stuff that really doesn't matter, when do they wake up and realize that, you know, they're they're headed towards slavery and their children and grandchildren are headed towards slavery? And, you know, certainly that's not what they would want for their kids and grandkids. It's just, it just amazes me how apathetic a lot of people still are. Uh -huh. I'm I'm hoping that things like this, like the East Palestine that you and I show people that, Lahaina, because one thing I will say about the American people, they are the most compassionate people. 
when there is a need, they want to fulfill that need. They want to stand behind the underdog. And right now, the underdog is the people of Lahaina that got their homes destroyed, that had their loved ones die, their children mm -hmm. die. And then we have these this government that wants to take the land from them. They have these. So just a few thoughts to wrap this episode up. Um, as I mentioned there, you know, the the reality of of humans around the world, of all of mankind around the world, uh, becoming slaves to this new world order is 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 evident. I mean, it's uh, it's their plan in black and white. You look at Agenda 2030. You look at the new, the new world order, the World Economic Forum, and you know people tend to push back on you if you say something like that, as if it's crazy. But you can point to Mein Kampf and say, well, you know, Hitler gave people a warning as well as what he was going to do, and people said the same thing. People try to justify it because they have their ideology set in stone and they can't be approached with anything that challenges that ideology. So let me give you some examples. How does the government not care for you? Well, you just look the other day, just uh, yesterday, I think it was, that the FDA cleared the new COVID vaccine for anybody over six months of age. And we know we now know that 7 million people died that didn't have to because of what they did and how they did did us all in with uh, the COVID uh, virus being released. And I believe it was released purposely. But even if you don't, you still have to look at the protocols that were used and you have to look at the, the restrictions and the, uh, the deliberate uh, elimination of drugs that were effective, the hydrochloroquines and the in ivermectins, and you look at the protocols that they stuck so strongly to in the use of ventilators and the use of drugs that they combined that uh, weren't supposed to be combined and the, the uh, dosages they gave, basically just killing people. And, you know, you have to look and you have to realize that this is the, the elite and this is how they think about you. They think about you as unnecessary, as destroying the planet, so you must go. They also think of you as too many, too, too many people to control. So if we bring down the population to a manageable 500 million across the whole planet, as was given on the uh, Georgia Guidestones, that they can then control you. And uh, that's what they're out to do. And whether you see it or not, it's the truth. And um, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You can do so again at redbloodedpatriots.com. Thank you so much. Uh, tomorrow, Stephen Stern will be on, and we will talk uh, uh, about everything that's going on in, in the world today. We'll see you tomorrow.